Welcome to the Content Marketing Mastery Podcast. It's like an energy shift. So it. It's all yeah. energy. Yeah. They just get it. It's like sending out radio frequencies and matching with the right people. I would never start from zero. I would always find someone that's already doing exactly what I want. Where we give valuable tips for your own content strategy so that you create better content and reach more people and help more clients. Yuck Up, the host of this podcast, interviews thought leaders within the content marketing and PR scene and supports you with key learnings for your business. Now, enjoy the podcast episode. Hey guys, this is Jakob. I'm Content Manager and I'm helping small and medium enterprises with their content strategy. And welcome to a new live session with John Lawson. Hey John, Welcome. how are you doing? <laughs> Before we went live, we spoke about your dinner, but I mean, we don't have to speak about this topic. I mean, if you don't want to share it, it's totally fine. Dude, I mean, it's about to get warm season here, and I need to have my swimming body back. You know? Ah. All right. I got to get rid of this extra weight, man. It's, it's driving me crazy. Do, so, are you doing some, some sports or something? Oh, we yeah. already have comments. Okay, Sven Esser. Hey, Sven. Hey, ho. How are you doing, Sven? So, yeah, man, I'm definitely doing a little diet, getting my exercise regimen back, and we'll see. But, yes, one meal a day. That's it. Do, uh, do you also do training, spots? I do. I go to the gym. I walk, gym. and I work out with the weights. So, you know. So the, the gyms are open in the U.S.? Yeah, they've been. Yeah, my gym's been open forever because I live <laughs> in Georgia. Okay. And we were the first state to open. We've been open in Georgia since June of 2020. Wow. Okay. Because in Germany, everything is closed since yeah. last year. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, because in Georgia, people are idiots. That's why. <laughs> 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 you know okay but, uh it is what it is you know yeah good place to live right it is a good place to live and you know i mean uh i mean what's going on in the world and other places are pretty hard to see especially in india you know it's a very unfortunate so but i've had my shots um and so I'm, i'm feeling more much more comfortable going back in But I haven't been up until now. So now that I've had my shots, I'm I'm more comfortable. Okay. You you mean your shots you uh waken? The vac the vaccine. The vaccine, yeah. I yeah. also had my first one. Did you? Yeah. Which which yeah. one did you get? Uh the German one, um, of course. <laughs> okay, the German one. Uh Biotech. 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 Okay. Okay. Well, you? Good. Congratulations. I got Pfizer. Yeah. Pfizer. Yeah. That's the U.S. one. So I just play it. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> so, but what is the topic a weird, today? Uh, that's a weird small talk, uh, chit chat uh, topic. That Speak. is, oh, but you what? know, you gotta you gotta let people know what you're doing, and because we're real people, I'm not just yeah. you know, we're not just out here spouting wisdom all day. <laughs> you know, we're actual real people with real problems. Yeah. We also have feelings. Yeah, we are human beings. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. So the topic is today uh, newsletter marketing. 
because I saw on your Instagram one picture that says free webinar, how to build a list and make 7,683 in 21 days without running ads. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I thought, okay. Oh, Sven is already asking a question. What's how that? do you get Bi BioNTech in Germany? Oh, Sven must be in Germany. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's a, a little bit a private question, but um, oh, yeah, basically he got the back door action. <laughs> no, wow. no, my because uh, my wife is pregnant, and when your wife is pregnant, you're uh, high in the prior priority. That's the reason. Wow. So a short answer to your question. Yeah, that's interesting. So they're giving it to pregnant women. No, no, they're giving not uh, not. To pregnant women, oh, they I'm it living to you because you me, yeah. With, oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And Sven is writing just Munich. Yeah. Just share where you're from. Thank you, Sven. Awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, welcome from Munich. You guys are yeah. up late. Yeah, I'm from I'm from Hamburg, Sven. So if you need something, some support or something, just let me know. So yeah, I saw this post that you made and I thought, okay, newsletter marketing, yeah, it would be interesting to speak about with John. And I thought, why $7,683? So this was a launch that you made or what is it? So why? So why it was actually the, 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 the training is about never letting people leave when you're advertising and paying for advertising, never mm -hmm. let them leave with, without trying to sell them something, okay? So a lot of people will have, you know, a, uh, a list building strategy, which is mm -hmm. offer a, a um, something for free, the workbook, or look, I got a list of stuff that you can, let's, let's just go, what can you offer people for free that will get them to opt into your list, right? Ebooks, mm -hmm. of course, Passe, I don't like the word ebooks anymore, but you call them like, you know, reports, white papers, white things paper. like that. Yeah. Um, all right. Then you got workbooks, worksheets, uh, templates, checklists, cheat sheets, you know, and a short email course uh, or video course, you know, dripping it out, uh, long blog post, newsletter, or a curated newsletter right? Uh, infographic or discount for your course for purchase, something like that, right? So mm -hmm. you let them in. But what I say is don't let them leave without offering them something. Okay, mm -hmm. try to offer, sell them something. And so I had a funnel that I was doing just the, you know, free thing. And one day I got an idea of putting the offer, you know, that I'm trying to build a list for in the back end of the free thing, right? Okay. So it's like, here, here's what you ordered. Hey, by the way, order my course, right? And the course was a $1,000 course. And I had 200 people come in to take, you know, I drove the traffic, got 200 people mm -hmm. come in. One person actually bought. So mm -hmm. from that, I recognize that if you put something in as an offer, people will take it. 
So I ended up turning a $0 offer into 7,683, whatever the number was. Okay. And and you the, the time frame was 21 days. So three why, weeks. why this three weeks? So you, they opted in and you delivered and sent them a sequence or what did you plan? A sequence. And then at the end of the three weeks, you sent this offer and they bought? Oh, no, 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 no. So once I realized that, you know, out of these 200 people that were interested, one could actually buy, I wanted to figure out, well, what if I, you know, because maybe it's too expensive. I mean, mm -hmm. to get something that's coat free and then have somebody offer you, that could have been my mom that paid that at $9,000. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, just one person, was that a glitch i don't know but i'm like wow okay what if i put a low end offer in there on the back end so instead okay. of going from all the way up to nine hundred dollars what if i just put a 27 offer in there right so it's like you got the free thing but here's a 27 you know uh mini course you know and i put yeah. that in there And I ended up getting a lot of conversion on that. So we're talking about a 1% conversion. It's after a half a percent conversion. And I turned the uh, $27 conversion into close to 20%. Okay, cool. Right? But cool. here was the fun part. Mm -hmm. That $27 audience that bought the $27 thing actually doubled my conversion of the people that bought the thousand dollar thing so all of a sudden i had the first funnel i was getting no money making the free thing and just not getting any money the second funnel i did the same thing but i added the thing it was a thousand dollars it was a thousand dollar funnel for every 200 people when i did the third thing put the 27 in there and the Uh, two people, it ended up being somewhere around $2,400 for that week. Awesome. So after Pretty 21 cool. days, that's how it, and, and then, you know, I still had the actual event come up where all the people came to the event. And then we had a, like a, I don't remember exactly, but it was like 36,000 on, on that day. That's cool. So, so 36, well, let's just do the math. 36 plus 40, no, 36 plus 7 is what? I don't do math on camera. It's, I just, it's You not. don't do math on camera. I yeah, love that. I'm always going to use that. <laughs> I'm always going to use that. I mean, I, I'm making a t-shirt. I, I don't do math <laughs> on camera. Yeah, it's like people can see how my brain is working in my or eyes. Not working. I just oh yeah, forty three thousand, forty three thousand. You turned a free funnel into something that ended up yielding forty three thousand, and that completely changed everything about list building for me. That's cool. So when people are starting out, so what are what are the first steps when it comes to list building? So if we have Here, entrepreneurs who also can also ask questions about this topic, of course, in the chat. Uh, what what would you suggest? So, what are the first steps when it comes 
to newsletter marketing? I mean, well, uh, first, I mean, I'm I'm not a big newsletter person. Okay. Right? All right. So, do but you have pretty, a newsletter? I mean, what, what do you what do you mean with newsletter? I mean, if I send, if I have a list and I'm sending a mail, this is for me a, some kind of newsletter. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right, see, that's a difference in the way you know uh, we would frame. I, I would just call it email marketing. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. So, okay, so yeah. cool. We're talking about the same thing because newsletter to me is normally you know something that's got multiple pages to it and. It's all dressed up with your logo and got the columns and well, I got time for that. Yeah. yeah. But yes, for email marketing. All right. So email the first thing, okay. the first thing is, you know, you got to give the people value. You got to give the people what they're looking for. You got to give them what they want. So even before trying to figure out how to build a list, first thing, try to figure out how to be interesting. You know, I mean, give good content. That's mm -hmm. the number one thing, in my opinion, that will get people to engage with you past your your initial offer. All right. So if they are interested in you and then you make them, you know, an offer for something for free, you have a lead magnet. They'll be like, sure, I want to take that because you've demonstrated that you're worthy of mm -hmm. them paying attention to you. So that's number one. All right. Great. What's your next question? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that was the first step, but I mean, <laughs> okay. Put up, Sven, when, when you, put, up, put up Sven's comment real quick because that's a good comment. Uh, you mean first mm -hmm. GDP are ready. Right. You know? I don't get it. So GDPR yeah. is, is that you know, uh, 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 requirements that you have to have in the EU and the UK. Yeah. Don't you have GDPR too? Uh, maybe. No? Oh, let me look it up. Let me tell you what it stands for. Yeah. Let's see. General data protection regulation. Ah, okay. Yes. Got it. Yes. So, so the double in double, uh, opt-in. Oh, the double opt-in. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And you, yeah. yeah, so he's saying basically you need that if you're going to put them on list and if you're going to use that list later to market yes. and to, or to just even send content. So, yeah, you definitely want to be aware of that before you uh, do that. See, we don't have that here. So that's not, that's not normally on my mind, you know, and I'm just probably not that uh, savvy to, to really do it, but. I'll put the checkbox on them anyway, you know. So yeah. usually all of these uh, sites now give you that ability to be GDPR compliant. Yes. Uh, okay, so is, uh, no double opt-in is different. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think we have an expert on email marketing with Sven. <laughs> like, <laughs> he probably has a big email list. Yeah, but GDPR means you gotta you gotta get their permission for mm -hmm. you to send stuff to them. So just because they come in, they 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 sign up for your thing, that doesn't mean you can automatically go back if they are in the EU and send yeah. them. So it's privacy yeah. protection. Okay, cool. Dinner's ready. All right. Yeah. 
Sven, enjoy your dinner, my friend. Thank you for the contribution. Yeah. Contribution. Thank you. But very yeah, much. okay. So that so those things I think you need to have in place. Yeah. Is GDPR is not EU level privacy protection compliance? I think he's saying okay. is is it not? Yeah, is it, it is. Is it not? He's right. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely, bro. Okay. Cool. Okay, that was the first thing. So you're giving something of value for for your audience. You're giving a white paper or something. And when, no, when no, I'm saying just in general, if you're going to you you want to start writing and giving people, you want to demonstrate your expertise. If you're really okay. serious about right, you if you're serious about list building, start creating content. My belief. Mm -hmm. All right. The way I think about it, what we're doing right now is we're creating content that's of value. Mm -hmm. Now, what are, we, what are we asking people for when we do this? When we do this show, what are we asking people for? Well, if, when it comes to your course, we, we, we can say, hey, go to this website. To... No, no. no? This you show. Can... This show, shows like this, I mean, we didn't start out saying we we're going to have this plan. We ended up just, you know, literally just doing the show, All yeah. right? It was like, <laughs> oh, this will be fun. Let's do that, right? Yeah. But let's let's like, oh, go let's... back. Let's go back and think about it. If I was going to do this tactically, this show literally is for leadership and for thought leadership and positioning. That's it, right? Because as people listen to us about these topics, they say, hey, these guys kind of know what they're talking about. They're smart guys, right? And literally the only ask we really have on this show is, you know, ask a question, get engaged, share the content, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we really, that's what this is here for. Mm -hmm. So, the, and then we take this show break it up and then we create social content from it, from the answers and the questions. That is a strategy for list building because once we break it up and put it out for the content, we're no longer asking people to just share or make a comment because it's not live anymore. Mm -hmm. Now it becomes get on the list. If you want to know more, go fill this out here. Mm -hmm. It becomes the asset or the, the, lever, the, the leveraging tool in order to grow your own list. Exactly. So mm -hmm. out of all of that, if I were doing this just with uh, social media or even, you know, emails, the first thing I would do is what we're doing here, which is adding value. Yes. Before I ask you for anything. Mm -hmm. Because, so that's you know, a, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. So that's a, this idea of content marketing also, so that you deliver valuable information that you deliver first, and in the third or in the second or third step, you are asking for something, for for opt-in in or for the lead generation or for the newsletter or whatever it is. Somewhat, you know. There is uh, here's the thing: is that there's this. Um, Have you heard or ever heard the, because uh, you might not have ever heard this, how many times does it take to uh, get a customer to buy? How many touches 
does it take to get a customer to buy? Yeah, so I think the old number was something like uh, seven or eight, and right. through through COVID, it increased to seventeen or eighteen touch through points. COVID, it's, it's, it did okay increase because uh, people are more likely to buy things. This is uh, this is a positive thing, but at the same time, they are also looking more carefully what they are buying because they they say okay we are in a crisis now and uh, i have to think about this whole topic uh, i do uh, do i really want to invest this money into this person and they are more researching so you need even more touch points that's good stuff right there <laughs> that's good stuff i, I yeah. you know i hadn't heard that before yeah. um, uh, but it makes sense it totally makes sense and i mean people are getting inundated with content at home yes. you know so i think that's very good get yeah, that's very good um so what i was going to say on the first part where you said most people if you ask them they say seven or eight times or they might say 12 times you know um but the deal is that actually came from a book and i wanted to find the book and i found the book <laughs> it's not sitting next to me but it was a it was it was a a, a great copywriter that wrote that in one of his books and it became the norm. But I went back and looked and he said it was 20 times. 20. Okay. Yeah. So, really? uh, so somewhere in there, some person changed that to seven or eight times, or maybe that's what it was. And like you're saying, it's now 17. But what yeah. that really is about is that the more people see you, mm -hmm. the more they begin to trust you, the more exactly. they begin to trust your brand, right? So if you put content out there that's not necessarily asking them to engage with you, it might do it at the end. But if they get to the point where they're engaging with you over six or seven times in your blog, then when you make that ask for them to purchase, they're, way, they're already ready to purchase. Yes. So you got to think about it as 20 touches. And the thing is, you know, you can do all 17 for COVID or all 20 or all seven in a single day. If you if you build a sequence or how would you do it? No, you got to make sure you show up everywhere. So <laughs> if I put for real, that's the yeah. beauty of social media and paid advertising. So I could send you a blog post in the morning on a specific topic. In the afternoon, if you didn't open that blog post, we send you another one that same day, right? Mm -hmm. And the topic that you have for the morning post, I open an ad for it on Facebook. So now when you go to Facebook or Instagram, you know, you're on the target list that I know has already seen my morning email and I retarget that same content because you might not have watched that or, or, or opened that. And then I could create a video around that topic and basically read that exact same thing and put that on YouTube, right? On the yeah, Facebooks, yeah. right? On YouTube, on TV. It's And then I could create, you know, static content that comes from my video or from the blog post and make that, you know, an image post, right? So it's a video, me, and I'm pointing, and it says, <laughs> right? And yeah, it's, yeah, and it's exactly. based on that exact, see? 
So, I mean, there are so many ways that you can get in front of your customer with the exact same content. So just to summarize this, it just means that you don't only use uh, the, the email just like a one shot. You're using social media, you're using paid advertisement, and you're using email marketing. That's so right. You're combining all uh, all these channels in order to be everywhere and to get these touch points that we that we spoke about. That's right. That's cool. it gets, get it, yeah, get it much faster. There's a difference between hunting. Well, this is a very American thing, but there's a difference between hunting a deer with a bow and arrow versus hunting a deer with a shotgun. Shotgun okay. has pellets inside of a one bullet that spread and all of them hit. So you don't even have to be a good aim. But if you're trying to kill something with a damn bow and arrow, you're going to have to be really good. So too many people are using bow and arrow techniques when it's so easy to use a shotgun. Uh, 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 uh. Okay. But it does take yeah. some thought prior to. Go ahead. Okay. We Yeah, we have a couple of questions. Um, so Abid, I hope you, I pronounce your name the right way. This is, again... EU level, what are the EU level privacy protection compliance? Can you name it? What kind of specific privacy compliance applies to content marketing in particular? Yeah, that's uh, would be a good question for a lawyer, I think. Yeah, or you so. know, or or for Google a little bit that will give you because I'm over here right now and I'm just checking out some of the yeah. content around it. It's pretty deep. But uh, it says, what are the seven principles? Uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. What are the rules? Let's see. What are the, the full GDPR rules for individuals are the right to be informed, the right of access, the right to rectification, the right to erasure, the right to restrict processing, the right to data portability, the right to object, and also rights around automated decision-making and profiling. So there awesome. you go. It is yeah. pretty, it's pretty. In, so it's like, if you're not adhering to these many different parts in your automation process, in your marketing process, you can be sued mm -hmm. and you yeah. can be internationally sued from what I hear. But I mean, you know, what are, what are you going to arrest me over here? Because I sent a, email to somebody that was on my list and where do you live you never know i mean no i said where do you live germany yeah what part you said that? hamburg hamburg if north. i said something to hamburg you think the hamburg police is coming to get me in atlanta georgia i hope probably not, not. not really but no. they could shut down your whole yeah, organization is... inside of that country yeah Okay, we have, yeah, we have another one. So how to keep content alive for longer in such cumbersome digital media ecosystem? What are ways to keep content alive? I, That's an yeah. interesting question. Yeah. I just answered that halfway. I mean, you can do that same thing and just spread it out. Mm -hmm. All right. So for Not example, only that, and you can go ahead. Yeah. No, it's your turn. No, I'm going to say not only that, you can take <clears throat> your content and repurpose it. So if you got old content, exactly. start start repurposing it. Start remixing it. 
um, and 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 using that. And then something we're doing, man, is um, I'm putting the I'm, I'm getting more 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 um, trying to do this thought leadership thing, right? And cool. what we did, we took the videos and we put those together. So yeah. I took the videos and having you know my team write blog posts around it. All right. And then we're taking the blog post, the social post, the video post, and we're staggering it all across multiple channels. So mm-hmm. I, I might release the video on one channel and then on another channel, I release, let's say next week's video. Right. And then the mm-hmm. second day on this channel, I give this one up here, this one down Changing. here. Yep. And mm-hmm. just moving stuff all the way around. So what turned out to be a one month or a two month kind of planning ends up being across multiple channels and it could actually extend the life of it to, you know, a one month turns into a three month kind of campaign. Yes. You know, definitely. Yeah. What I'm also doing. So I would totally mm. agree to what John said. So, um, at the end of, for example, a month, I'm looking, okay, what kind of interviews uh, pr- produced I for my podcast? And I'm thinking, okay, can I maybe combine uh, some content pieces, some video snippets so that I create, for example, a blog article? For example, what is uh, since today in my head is because I have, I'm always asking or oftentimes in my podcast, how do you combine family life and your business life, something like this for my podcast, epi- uh, in my podcast episodes. And now I got enough material to uh, create a blog article on traditional media, uh, for example, on Drive Global, where I'm also an author. And I, I want to write something like, hey, uh, lessons that I learned from successful entrepreneurs, how to balance between your business and your private life uh, and your family life, something like this. And then using the video snippets, from the interview how each so john is answering this question so i'm writing a short uh, paragraph what um, from his answer then brian bogart is answering this and then steve sims is answering this so i have three or four uh, video snippets that mm-hmm. i'm integrating in this article so i'm like I, like you said the idea is the same i'm recycling it yep but but the important thing here is that you really stop to some degree. So we are very good in uh, being in this funnel, in this tunnel and just producing content. But we are, from time to time, we have to stop and think, okay, how can we rearrange this whole thing? And this is exactly what you said. Yeah, you got to be strategic about it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I learned this from being on several podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. But one of their best practices, I guess somebody taught this one day or Maybe, you know, one of the major podcasters out there do it. Um, And um, basically what they end up doing is they will uh, uh, do a rapid fire questions like at Mm -hmm. the end or at the beginning. And it's like the same five or 10 questions. Right. And I like that idea. Right. And I was like, wow, I'm going to do that because, you know, I'm I'm planning on doing (laughs) the podcast in myself at some point. And um, I'm like, I'm going to do that. I, I want to have these rapid fire questions. Here's what I'm going to do with it. That will automatically give me 
five or 10 people talking on that exact same question when I ask it. Like, what do you see coming up in 2021 for small business? And everybody gives me these answers. I get those and I could create that into blog posts, hot yes. reels, all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's also cool. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure. I think it yes. will be, we'll see. So you're uh, planning a new podcast? Yeah, I think I'm going to get into a podcast. I'm trying to I'm trying to find a sponsor. If anybody wants a sponsor, <laughs> I need a sponsor to create yeah, a new Ladies podcast. and gentlemen, if you need if you want to become the sponsor of John Lawson, then contact, contact him. Yeah, exactly. through LinkedIn or right. email him. Or LinkedIn, Facebook, email. <laughs> I see Everywhere. that Where's my where's my oh, my thing's not on there, my name. You took that name? Oh, it's it's under there. Take that, yeah, take that yeah, question away. Yeah. There you go. See? There. That. <laughs> at colder ice on every channel. All you gotta do is actually put colder ice in on Google and I show up. Can you explain this name? So where I've never explained the name before. No. Not in these live sessions. This will be interesting because I wanna I'm gonna probably educate you a little bit on this for our culture here. Um, you know, um The United States had a very unique uh, culture. History. With, yeah, with history, right? With their blacks, the blacks. It's like, you know, but with black people. And the deal is prior to integration in the civil rights movement and after slavery, okay, there was a era where black businesses were very, very vibrant. Mm -hmm. Right. Because every hotel that was white needed a hotel that was black because they weren't letting black people in every store that, you know, every restaurant, every cab, bus. I don't care. Bathroom, everything. There was a separate thing for blacks and whites. And so black businesses were thriving because they had a niche. They served a niche and that niche was not able to go anywhere else. But as soon as they opened up white stores to black patrons, all of a sudden those black shop owners would see out their front windows, the people that would come shop with them going past their store to go downtown and shop at the white man's store. And mm -hmm. there was this saying, I guess the white man's ice is colder. Do you get that? Yes. Because all ice is 32 degrees. It freezes at the same thing. But it's like, oh, I guess the white man's ice is colder, meaning that there is no difference between the ice. But people psychologically thought that going yeah. to shop with the white man was better than shopping with the black. And that's where colder ice came from. So they were jealous that they were going to the white business owners shop right i do i wouldn't call it jealousy i would call it survival of the fittest you know i gotta feed my children i got the exact same product mm. you've been yeah. shopping with me and being loyal we have a relationship and all of a sudden that relationship is broken because why you know i don't think it was jealousy it was like what the hell is going on I could I can just see, you know, if all of a sudden people are moving 
from your business or somebody comes up and his name is Yakop, you know, and he has the same exact people on every other week that you have on on the first week on your show. And he copies everything you do. Right. Yeah. Uh, yes. Would you be jealous of him? To some degree, but yeah, I would be. It, it, you, it, it's, it's, it's a different <laughs> thing. It's not jealousy. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think jealousy. I ain't jealous of you. I started it. <laughs> cool. No, no, but at any yeah. rate, okay. so that's where colder ice came from. Because when cool. I started teaching and training, I didn't think anybody would listen to me. Of course, that was, what, 20 years ago now, but still. 20 years, really? Actually, I started teaching like 11 years ago. But I started my business 20 years ago. Cool. <laughs> awesome. So we, we have many questions today. Yeah, he's he's getting a full yeah, he's consultation. Very... Yeah, he has to pay us, I think. Well, so, no, 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 just no, just his kidding. Attention, his attention is all we want. <laughs> How to make sure that our marketing content is SEO optimized? What are the ways? Yeah, I mean, also a very good question. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's all about keywords. All mm -hmm. right. Google works on keywords, but then after the keyword, it will measure how long people interact with your content on that page and how long they might stay on your blog. Do they go to multiple pages or do they stay there? Right. So for you to be SEO compliant, it starts with the keywords. All right. Mm -hmm. And right now I'm just seeing a lot of cool tools that are out there that are specifically made for helping to rank your blog posts using SEO. And it'll tell you if this is the keyword that you're looking for, here's how many times it probably needs to be in the content for it to rank well for that keyword. So start looking out there. There's, I, I was just looking at one today uh, that was uh, definitely, I was literally looking at it. It's called neural text, like neural network, mm -hmm. neural text. That's one, I can't, I can't remember the other one I was looking at, but there's several of them similar to that, that helps to, so, you know, uh, to, back in the day, it would be a whole process of how to look up the keywords, how to look up the long tails and the short tails. And, but there's so much AI that does that for you now that yes. you can just get a tool and, and, and learn how to use that tool and then put that into your content. Yes, definitely. So I would add something. So one cool tool that I like is answer the public. So one good strategy, this is a copy question in my opinion. So um, yeah, keywords and, but I, what I always teach is answer questions that, that your target audience is asking. I yep. mean, if you because if you know what people are typing on Google, then Google will say, if you, for example, somebody is uh, asking how to create good content that is SEO optimized. If somebody is searching this and you find this on Answer the Public, then create videos and blog articles with this title. I mean, this is uh, this is the best way to be interesting for Google because Google is ranking what other people are searching. And if you give answer to these questions, then you become automatically SEO optimized. Yeah, and you can do that. <clears throat> also in your um, 
search bar. So you put your code keyword yep. in there and then you add the what, the when, the how, and for, you know, what is this? What, how do I this? And you see what other people are actually typing in mm-hmm. based on that in front of it. So yes, I agree. And answer to public used to be really great when it was free. <laughs> yeah. Now they charge you $100 a month. Yeah, but there's still a free version. Yeah, it, it'll give you, you know, you get, uh, what do you think? Free searches over 500,000 a month uh, where you can trial run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can you can uh, search, I think, free uh, words. Uh, this is that... just... He's created <laughs> yeah. a course for us right here. Yeah, it looks like it's a little bit, yes. So this is one one thing that I want to share. And the other thing is uh, backlinks. So that backlinking. other websites, backlinking. Yep. So for example, when John is writing an article or I'm writing a guest article on the website of John and there's also the link to my website. Yep. This is also for, for SEO ranking, very interesting because this boosts my website. Yep. And when traditional media is also doing this, therefore content is, uh, is so interesting, in my opinion, when you are mentioned within the traditional media and there's a link to your website, this even boosts your website even more. Huge. This is, yes. Yeah. So if you, if you uh, therefore PR is a big topic. If you can, th- th- that's within the content marketing, it's called earned media. So that you're earning the trust of journalists who are the gatekeepers and they are creating a backlink to your website. This is for SEO terms, huge, a huge topic. So backlinking, um, outlinking. So when you're creating Mm. your content, have a link out to a trusted site and also at least one link to another post inside of your own blog. Mm -hmm. So if you do those three things, you're way awesome. ahead of 98% of the other people. Outlinking, backlinking, internal linking on every post. <clears throat> of course, you can't yes. do the out the, the inbound backlinking. Yeah. But still. So uh, the topic was email marketing, but yeah, we can also talk about it. turned into, yeah, a lot of, you know. Yeah. So another question what are the core differences between fresh juicy content and boring unattractive content Hmm. well yeah um you know what i can do i was thinking of how to put this without offending women and i don't have to offend women i can offend men because i'm gay so the difference between okay a, a fresh juicy guy versus a boring and unattractive guy same thing. I mean, it's all about fresh and juicy. I mean, who wants anything that's unattractive and boring? I don't, who put, but I mean, there's unattractive and boring content for unattractive and boring topics. And sometimes you just have to really just dig in and do that. I had, I'm, I'm trying to remember, we, could, we got a client and what we ended up turning their content into fresh and juicy because it was unattractive and boring, like uh, 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 financial planning, Mm -hmm. okay? That's unattractive and boring, tax planning. 
it's for most people. They know they got to do it. They understand it could save them money, blah, blah, blah. But we'll put that but off. They hate not. it. They hate it. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you talk about the outcome of what your life's going to be like, if you have an extra $500 a month, now that's fresh and juicy. So instead of talking about, hey, you need to be tax planning all year. That's not the title that we want to work with. The title mm. we're going to work with, how to get $500 extra every month without doing anything, uh, without without building a side hustle. Yeah. It's it's all about the perspective, right? I mean, if you if you focus on the outcome or the result, then and uh, and mention this also in your copy or in the video, then it's yeah. it's fresh and juicy automatically. So this is my Fitbit. Now, you if what? I'm gonna, uh, you, you say what? You what is what is it? It's a it's a digital watch. Oh, okay. Okay, so this is my digital watch. All right, <laughs> you see it? Yeah. So what if I took the back here? This is the back. If I take the back off and show you first, this is the contacts. You, you plug the contacts in and it connects to your computer and it downloads the data. And then I take the back off and I show you all the inner working parts of, you know, how how this transistor works and how this computer is and blah, 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 blah. And nobody's interested in that. That's not how you sell the watch. You sell the watch like this. Ah, look at how it looks, right? So that's the difference between the boring content and turning it into fresh and juicy. How you like that? I like it very much. Do you? Oh, I, I just, you know, recently came up with that and I'm going to use that on stage. You're also taking the watch? Yeah, I'm going to take the watch off and, and say, you know, if I'm going to sell this watch and I'm going to turn it around and start because you're looking at it and you're like, that's not an attractive watch. What is, right. Yeah, what you know, that? what is it? Right. That's the difference. Every some people want to sell this part and how it works and how it connects to like, no, sell how good it looks on the arm, bro. Look at that. Ooh, you know, yes. that kind of thing. Anyway, I'm having fun. <laughs> 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 okay. One you more question. Look I, at this. This is this people. You guys are missing out if you don't be on our actual broadcast live because you get yeah. literally a total consultation session. This is crazy. Okay. Yeah. Can you please some light on fundamentals of SEM and all all the ways to put more creativity to offline convention conventional ways of marketing and also to do. To do put more creativity, creativity mm -hmm. to offline conventional ways of marketing. I don't, mm -hmm. I, I'm an online yeah. guy, bro. I don't really do anything offline. So, um, although Me I too. will, you know, uh, there are old conventional things that are coming back because everybody's moving online, it's opening up opportunity offline. So, I'm seeing a lot of people starting to send stuff in the in the mail again because yes. you know the opportunity now for you before i would go to my mailbox and it'd be full of junk mail i go to my mailbox now and it's full of bills you know there's hardly <laughs> any junk mail in there and it's rare that you don't at least look at the front of the envelope 
you have to look at it to know which one you're going to throw away and which one you're going to keep. And yes. so you got immediate attention in email, I mean, in mail that you're missing from email today. So there are some conventional marketing, you know, that you can start doing. Uh, TV marketing and radio marketing has gotten way cheaper because of podcast and YouTube, you know? Yes. So they have to compete for those same dollars. Um, so that's one of the ways. Um, you want to talk about SEM? So, uh, no, I, I want to first uh, say another thing about um, newspaper, for example. So it depends also on your, I mean, in which business you are. If you're on a local business, so if you're in a town and your target audience is in, living in this town, then, I mean, radio and newspaper is perfect. I mean, I got, there was a, a radio station here in Hamburg and they gave the opportunity to to speak your uh, speak your audio and create an audio, an ad, radio ad for free for your own business because they said, okay, we want to support local, local. businesses and 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 uh, you you have one minute that you can use for your yeah. own business and promote it, which was amazing because it's free advertisement and it uh, you can you can explain what you are doing you can say your website. So uh, all of a sudden, I'm hearing my own voice in the radio from time to time, and this this is going. This is a campaign that runs since last year, October or oh, November. Still hearing it? Yeah, yeah. I'm wow. still hearing it from from sometimes. Yeah. So I mean, use everything that you can use, and it depends always who you're reaching to. I mean, I got one client from Hamburg since a couple of weeks. And um, but it was not related to this radio ad, but at least I get some some traffic to to my website, and some people are recognizing it. I mean, use it. Use it. That's pretty awesome. Yes. So you want to take SEM first? Yeah, search engine marketing. So basically, um, Google ads, um, also Facebook ads. So this whole thing, uh, this whole topic of paid advertisement, it de again depends on uh, who you're reaching to. So, for example, on these days, everybody is speaking a lot about LinkedIn advertisement, also, uh, which um, I, I'm. It's very expensive at the moment. It's very expensive. So, and and have you ever clicked on a LinkedIn ad? So far, yes. No. So tested. Oh, okay, exactly. <laughs> I'm like I don't even I don't even pay attention to ads on LinkedIn. But yeah, okay. there's there's so much noise on LinkedIn now. It's but anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would focus on f uh, Facebook and uh, also Google when it depends about also on your product. On Google Ads, it's more like that your audience is warm, so they are already looking and searching for a specific uh, products or services. So the copy must be Uh, different, so you have to speak to somebody who's already uh, looking for uh, support on on Facebook advertisement. It's the other way around. So there's a lot of Facebook ads. I would uh, be yeah very yeah how to say more more proactive and more pushy on 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 Facebook. With, for example, Facebook uh, videos. But I think you can say more about Facebook ads. Well, I mean, I was going to go the opposite a little bit. 
uh, and just talk about a couple of the, you know, opportunities, YouTube ads, everybody mm -hmm. watches YouTube ads. And it's really, um, like you said, it, it's, it's the second search engine that Google owns. And the deal is people are very intentional based on, you know, what they're watching. So if your ad matches what they're watching, you get a good mm -hmm. ad match. You can really find an audience. What another thing that's really cool about uh, advertising on YouTube is I can put YouTube's only on your channel, right? So I can put my ads only on channels of my competitors. So we mm -hmm. know they're actually looking for the same kind of things. It's really a great thing. And then people are, like I said, much more intentional on YouTube than they are in other places, even in Facebook. Um, the other one is uh, rising is Amazon. Amazon is uh, building an ad network for product ads that is really doing a lot. And it's the, the network itself is growing massively year over year. So that's two opportunities that people overlook. It's still wide open. It's still relatively low, exp inexpensive, you know, and there's opportunity there. Um, with Facebook, with Facebook, your advertising has to be disruptive because people are in Facebook not looking for ads. They're rarely looking for information. Most of them are there to interact with their friends, followers, you know, yes. and maybe on their pages. Um, so with that being the understanding, I, your, your, your ad has to disrupt their train of thought to make them focus on your ad. Like you said, video, in my opinion, outperforms static ads, but I don't know. You got to test it because you never know. But out of all things, before we talk about that, you've got to know who your avatar is. Mm -hmm. you, you've got to be very intentional about the audience you're reaching or you're going to burn a lot of cash for no reason. Yes. Cool. Definitely. That's cool. That's all so, you're going to get from me, man. No more questions. He's like, dude, I'm done. I got work to do. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. But did you have any questions? So, I know so topic... put questions together and then don't ask me. Yeah, so the topic was email marketing, but I think the questions were also fine. I mean, this was just actually, great. you know, I think it was fire today because we actually what? added. Well, that means it's good. I think it was good. It was okay. fire. All right. It was fire. Yeah. Okay. Because fire. Yeah. I know we added value to the audience. Mm -hmm. Because if that was just an audience of one, we hit it out of the park 100%. Definitely. <laughs> you know, but no, I thought those were great questions. That's right. So. Yeah, thank you yeah. to everybody. Because you guys are awesome. Yes, really. And we'll be really back. Good questions. Yes. Definitely. We'll be back. Right? There will be. A, we will continue this. We'll continue so to talk. If, 
Yeah, if there are any more questions, uh, you can also type it under this video. So just we can follow up with it. Okay, natural. That damn, I missed it. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, Nate, it'll be in my Facebook group, and uh, uh, the Facebook group is Expert Growth Hacking. No, SMB Growth Hacking on Facebook. SMB Growth Hacking. We need to have that as a a, a banner. Remember that yeah. next week. We need to have that as a banner so you can put that yeah. up so people know where to get in contact with us. Okay. Yeah, we can do this. Awesome. Cool. Was nice. Thank you. Yeah. You got to say we're out of here. Peace. We are out of here. Peace. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Content Marketing Mastery. If you have any questions, just send a voice message through Anchor. And if you liked what you heard, we would love to get a review from you. You can also download a free white paper, five lessons on how to create content and monetize your knowledge on our website, contentmentoring.com. Thanks and best.